Hey everyone, welcome to the Chi-Town Pucks podcast, a podcast unapologetically by hockey guys for hockey guys. My co-host and I, yeah, right, smiling right away. My co-host and I, we basically started this because Hawks in Chicago get local coverage, but no coverage with really hot takes or much personality. So here we are recording tonight. Um, as an introduction to myself, my name is Kevin, Virgie from the Southwest Side, grew up in Westmont Downers Grove area. Recently spent two seasons with the Colorado Avalanche organization. And uh, my co-host here, uh, what's going on tonight, man? I am sitting in my basement, drinking beers, watching the Islanders in their alternates, ready to talk some hockey. (laughs) Um, My name's Kyle. I don't have an intro for you guys. Mediocre hockey player that doesn't play hockey anymore. And that's all I have to say about that. And we do have a third host. Jordan, you want to kick it over to you? Oh, Jordan's not here. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Just two of us today. Um, but there will be a third. And I think we'll Kevin said it best what we're going to do. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to kick it off with um, something that we're going to try to do at the beginning of every episode. So we want to talk shitbag, player, team, Hawks, not Hawks, whatever you think, and Butte of the week. Um, I'm going to kick it off because I have some that I think I'd like to really talk about that I think are spot on. So to start off, the one, the only Patrick Kane, he has been, he's, he's been himself. And for all you Hawks fans out there, or as Eddie likes to say, for all you hockey players out there, it's, it's nice to see him back. He's got, I see him fucking smile. He's, he's smiling. He's not about to fucking cry in post-game interviews. He's, (laughs) He's <laughs> he's making he's making he's making plays. He's shooting the puck. He's passing the puck. Uh, that might sound basic as hell, but right now shooting and passing the puck is an upgrade <laughs> for this team. Um, I mean three points three points against the Canucks, one point against the Sharks, two points against the Ducks, one point against LA. I like like he he's back, and ultimately he, we can all agree we need our superstars to play hockey because right now the only players fitting in this system are not the superstars. Not wrong. It, it, to give a little background of how we used to view hockey, me and Kyle would watch pregame warm-ups to Hawks games and we'd basically choose a player on who has the biggest dick of the night or who has the lowest hanging balls. Basically, you wouldn't, anyone who has swagger just warming up, we'd go, oh, they're going to go tonight. And he's got swagger back. And it fucking hurt me the first five or so games where he had nothing to give whatsoever. But three points in one game is a hell of a way to ride out the night. Horrible course he scored, but fuck, man. Dude, that fucking snipe show. It's Power great. Play? It's great. Amazing. It's great. Um, and I have a few more buttes of the week that I want to get to, and they're two teams. And 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 I need you to to, to, to give me a minute here because one of them you're gonna want to stop and, and cut me off, Kevin, but I'm not gonna let that happen. I'll just keep talking. So we have the Dallas Stars, which I don't think is that surprising. They Shake my head. they they look bad and they still don't look great. But but this Dallas Stars team, they are. Let me pull this up really quick for you guys. They have won four straight. They are seven and three in their last ten. They have somehow gotten to just a minus one goal differential after what we can all agree was an atrocious start to the I, season. And they might be bettable yeah. now for all you betting. I was about to say out there. Dude, no shit, I was about to say they won four straight. But I'm like, but did they cover? <laughs> like that was my only thing I was considering. <laughs> But do they cover? And honestly, I don't know the answer, but. 
And I have one more. Shit, man. I have one more. And this one is oh, gonna. Oh, this oh, one's gonna. One this one's gonna really um mess with some people. But uh, the other butte of the week team is the Senators. And you want to know why? You want to know why, Kevin? Ask me why. Kevin, ask me why. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. Because five days ago, and things have changed a little bit since five days ago, but it's pretty much the same story. The Senators were sitting in 30th place. The San Jose Sharks <laughs> were sitting in 31st place. Ah. And guess what? Ottawa has two first-round picks of their own. Guess who else's first-round pick they have in 2020? San Jose. Fucking San Jose. So that's say what fun. you want, but that's a that's a that's a pretty nice spot to be sitting in. You know, if you're gonna suck, dude, dude, suck with with three potential <laughs> amazing lottery picks. Dude, that's fucked. I didn't even know that. I fuck. I did, I forgot what they got for Carlson. Honestly, it's I not the whole package. Absolutely nuts. Um, and I'm gonna run through my my shit bags. Of the week, really quick, and then I'll, I'll pass it over to you, Kevin. No, fuck you, passing no. on to me. No, I, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs> I've been going over my buttes. All right, what's your buttes? I, this this is like the easiest butte pick of the fucking world. David Pasternak. Oh, I thought you were just gonna say the Islanders, but that's Four, fine. fourteen games. Let alone past ten games, he has twenty four fucking points. In fourteen games, he got fifteen goals, fifteen assists. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't like it though. <laughs> I mean, at least he looks happy doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But holy shit, no, that that's just incredible. Like, no matter which way you spin zone that, like, if you're a Bruins hater or whatnot, he's he's fucking legit, and he's having a blast while doing it. He is just unreal level right now. I hope he fucking scores and ties this up against the Red Wings. Six twenty left, but fuck, yeah. No, give me your shit bag. Let, let's hear what you got. Because oh. there's plenty of shit bags going around the NHL right oh, now. Oh, they're so easy. Oh, I'll, no. I'll just say one. I'm not even going to talk about it. The Red Wings. And we'll move on. Thanks. Fuck cool. me, man. That was um, my bag. Yeah, <laughs> what a fucking surprise. Uh, the other one, Parise. Zach Parise. Wait. You seen you seen this guy's numbers this he's year? A bag every other, he's a shit bag in the NHL every other month for the past fucking four or five years. Dude, he's dude. They're so fucked. If you look at their contracts, they are so fucked. With him, Sutter's kind of alright, but dude, Parise. Have you seen? Gonna... Have you seen his numbers this year? Nope. Well, enlighten me. I'll enlighten you as soon as my internet loads. By the way, while my internet's loading, Edmonton just scored, so that's good. All right, Zach Parise this year, sixteen games played, four goals, one assists, and a minus twelve. <laughs> You want okay? Any overstat? Any overstats today? Sidney Crosby in the last three games: zero goals, zero assists, minus seven. Yeah, you know, I'd be one thing if Taves was playing well. I'd be able to be like, yeah, see, Taves is. <laughs> Dude, he was. He was. If we we're gonna just stick to just the Hawks, he was gonna be my guy, my dark horse guy, because he's noticeably, at least yesterday, noticeably playing at another level, which I know he can play at any game. It just, he, he always has a slow start, and we've talked about this. It's okay. So is Eddie Oso, is Pat Foley, but but this season has been an exception because it's been it's been team wise. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying an exception in the negative. Like you can't just look oh. at it and say, "Oh, it's been slow," like always. Like this has been actual bad hockey. I mean, he he he's not he's not really winning battles. He he doesn't look like he has much urgency. Um, 
yesterday he had a compete level and willingness or at least open mindedness to it's find the whole ice to get open. So yeah, it's it, we'll get to that though. We'll we'll fucking get to it. No, honestly, yeah. Detroit before you even brought up a Parise, Detroit was mine because I threw that stat you earlier. Before tonight, they were on track for minus two hundred goal differential, minus two hundred and twenty-five goals plus. 25 and a half if you count half goals. But that's fucking stupid. You don't count half this goals. This is the NHL. Thank you for that. Can, <laughs> you, can we just make sure to call out the fact that if I hear one more, one more fucking reporter talk about like, well, maybe this is the St. Louis of this year, I'm going to flip a table. Dude, I cannot handle it. Dumb. I can't handle it. That's not just like a, a, a common trend now. Like, oh, you know, every year we're going to have a team that, that is at the Let's bottom the and then January out, yeah. 1st or 2nd will turn around. No, that is... That's a once <laughs> once in a like half a century type shit. It, like that doesn't happen often. Like and that, I, I that, don't want to compare every, every fucking mediocre team this year. Oh, they're year, playing man. like shit now, which is great. Yeah, which I they turn around feel, come January. In a weird way, good transition though. But fucking Tampa Bay, I'm kind of okay with them not really stepping on the gas pedal right now. Because who gives a fuck? We're like. 14, 15 games in the season. I want them to step on throats late in the season when it actually matters. It, not that I really want them to, but, like, I'm glad they aren't just, like, gassing up through the regular season. Wait, no. Just like the Caps did for a decade straight and didn't get a fucking medal for it besides president trophies. Look. It's kind of smart. No, I, it's not smart. It's not smart. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like they're doing it on purpose, but I don't think it's a bad thing. It's... It's a great coaching move, as according to Kevin. No, did you know that, that they have they have of all let's lose boys. If you, if you look at games. if you look we'll at the last you look at the last five years, um, they have been in the conference finals more than any other team three times with zero Stanley that. Cups. Obviously, we all know that to their name. They're the Caps, and then and then you sit there and, and look late, at like late thousands, late teens. It's 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 absurd. And then you got the Penguins two and two. You know, we go twice and we win twice. So they're the regular season champs of, of this decade, basically, unless this year turns around. But that just just give them that trophy. What do you regular call that trophy champs. again? Oh, yeah, the President's uh, Trophy. It's fantastic. I was about to say, that, that's, a, that's a Predator's banner, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Fucking pussies. Um, you want to shift over to talk a little bit about the Hawks? Yeah, let's let's try to talk about the Hawks. Let's here. try. Let's give it a let's try. Head. This is a Hawks podcast. What's it do, called do again? Shy Town Pucks yes, podcast. For all you fans out there. <laughs> Kevin, Kyle, and Jordan who's not here. For the twelve listeners, stop. But no, you have anything to say about the San Jose game at all? Yeah, I do. I've I've heard, I have one but... thing to say and we were a little bit removed from it, so I don't want to waste a ton of time talking about it. I have one thing to say. The urgency that we saw in the last um at this point, I, th- I think it was the last two minutes. Yep, was a different team, and what's what's crazy about that is it's both it's both great to see, but it's like okay, the team can play when they need to, but it's it's also frustrating, and it kind of gave me that a, a little bit of nostalgia back to when when we kind of were known as like the comeback kids, and that what, what yes. year would that have been like twenty thirteen season probably when we or, or the lockout season that was twenty 20- we that oh. was we were the comeback kids. I think yeah. 2008, 2009, really. When, uh, dude, ever since the Calgary five-goal comeback, that was when we really established ourselves as comeback kids of, like, no matter what, even if we're down a goal or five goals, we have the fucking boys to go up and put up points. And until the clock runs out, we have a chance. So that, that was really established what, what, way early on in 
core core career wise. What I find so interesting about that urgency that we saw is is from like a, a from a step back, it looked like all of a sudden this was a different team for the last two minutes. They were playing good hockey, everything was clicking. But when you really take a like like look look in depth on it and actually see what they were doing differently, it was so simple. It was it was a little bit more um, emotion, <laughs> like <laughs> like it looked like they gave a shit. Um, you know, maybe not like the way Boquist did earlier in that game, giving up that that breakaway, which we I don't fucking want to talk about, but it. And they shot the fucking puck. Like, obviously, it's it's common sense. You need a goal. Like, you're going to start ripping it more often. But there's no reason why we're not going to rip the shots more often early on in the game. And when we shift over to the Canucks game, that is literally the story of that game. The Dude, first four we, minutes yeah. of that game, there were a lot of low-scoring chances. They're not high-scoring but they were they were there. We're, we're putting the puck on the net. He was giving up tons of Martin. It wasn't that I think, right? No, not Martin. What the mm-hmm. fuck am I saying? That was against San Jose. Um, whatever. There were a ton of rebounds. Like, it's not a complicated game, dude. You that can was make the, it complicated. With you watching San Jose game, San Jose game was frustrating as shit. Yeah, the first period was a clear case scenario of them getting puck possession in the ozone and being gratified and then winning puck battles and like in the boards being gratified by that, but forgetting to shoot the puck on that. They had two well extended shifts. I think they probably only between the two shifts, I think they only had one shot on that. It was frustrating as shit because they kind of forgot that like the the object is to put pucks on net and then pucks in the net. It, it was it was frustrating. It, the fact that it carried over the entire game with the San Jose to recap the San Jose game, they made hockey look difficult. It shouldn't be they, for real. They're like hockey, there's nothing better than watching people who make the game look simple, make the game look easy. Yes. They made it look way too complicated, and we're trying all this shit, which was not panning out. Instead of just playing simple, find opening man, shoot the fucking puck on that. We we got from there. Yeah, no, the, we don't have a fast team, um, and we don't have a team that's that's made to make a billion pretty passes. Nobody has a team for that. That that's not what the point of the game is. And, Toronto? and we lose sight. What? Don't fucking start with me. Don't. <laughs> Toronto. The fucking Toronto. Can we just take a second? Our dog of the week just took a two goal lead with a minute and a half against Boston. So. Yeah, we would uh we would have banked some money on that. Yeah, that's I, it's fine. We don't need to talk about that. Um. That, so let's let's, cr- let's let's talk Canucks game. Um. I'd like to spend a few minutes on this game because uh, I don't. Obviously, it's one game, so it's not enough of like a sample size to say okay, things are different, or it's an, impossible to say did Colleton change anything. But they came out a different team immediately in that game. They they came out. Uh, I would say I remember looking at the clock on the first period with I think it was just after we crossed the sixteen. Like the four minute mark, so sixteen minutes left in the first, and it was it was mm-hmm. like holy shit, we looked like we were playing like like it was the last game of the season that we needed to win to move forward. It was shots whenever they could, they were avoiding making an a, a pretty pass and just putting it on net, and it was working. There were rebounds everywhere early on, and and there was instant um uh motivation within the team i mean seeing them seeing them with the puck seeing them taking in the zone pass it was a whole it, different game it was it was a weird situation of holy shit the hawks are looking like the hawks again and you're kind of not used to it at this point but no they if anything they 
they played well in all situations. And they really played to their like best. Can you hear me? No. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the the best case scenario was offense coming back on back checks. When you allow guys like Boquist to step up to a player, start poking around, start giving him pressure, and then have the another forward come back and play extra D-man. Same thing going on the four check is when you have a D-man come up and willing to play on the rush, but also get deep in the zone. It allows so much texture and so much pressure to guys play fucking hockey, and they're open to just play their game and just stop with all the bullshit, stop with all the defensive positioning, this man gets this man, just play the fucking game, get the puck out, get it up to the like up to the net. And they played pretty simple, and Keith finally looked like Keith again because I feel like they let the reins off him and let him be a wild horse again to do his shit and let, him, let his instincts kick in, let everyone's instincts keep it kick in. And it it yeah. looked well. It, yeah. It, they, I feel like they just abandoned all efforts of whatever they're trying to do the first part of the season of trying to For sure. limit goals. They were like, fuck it. Let's just do whatever we were doing last year and like, let's let's go for it. Like, uh, I mean, what the fuck have we been doing all season? <laughs> like, it, it looks like they try to implement a new season to try to limit goals against. And then they just – I feel like yesterday they are like, fuck guys. Like, let's just do something else. Play your game. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck up, ice. Get away from our fucking net. And it, hey, I Kevin, feel like I have they just abandoned whatever they were trying to do. I have a really simple way to put it. It's a, it's a, it's a really cool idea. It's it's called Win? the more you have the puck, the less goals you give up. <laughs> and they tried it out a little that bit last yeah. the last game. Look, like th- there was more to it too. The other big element that I saw, and and it it's easy to overlook sometimes. But it's it's been, you know, Colleton called it out, the classic, like, we're trying to pass the puck in the net. The goal yeah. that I saw that is the best indicator of us not doing that, and maybe it's just because it's Shaw and he's not smart enough to think one layer deeper and make a dumb pass, but that power play goal, the tic-tac-toe. I put the puck in it. Yeah. Classic, yeah. just shoot it. That's how Shaw it. talks, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're saying. But no, so, I, I get, so I get if you, what you mean, if you though. watch like, that again. Don't make it pretty, I, just... I encourage you to watch. I encourage everyone to watch that goal again. Like Debrinket is Old. is behind is is one layer past Shaw, all right, and he's wide open. And if you watch it again, Shaw obviously takes the shot on the one timer, drops his knee, puts the puck in the net. What they've been doing all season though is Shaw gets that pass and then gives it to Debrinket for no fucking reason, and then Debrinket. You know, it, it ends up being sloppy and doesn't score. He he didn't make the last pass that's not needed, and he put the puck on that. The worst thing that happens in that situation is you have a high danger chance that hopefully turns into a rebound, or at a minimum, you're just putting the fucking biscuit on net. Like, I I just it was so nice to I, see that because when I, I was watching yeah. it, I really did not think Shaw was going to shoot, and I was ready to just, like I said before, flip a fucking table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it's it it was a classic. It's Strom was obviously playing where we've seen that same play a million times a couple of years ago when basically Kane and Taves are on the PP and then Taves is always down low. I'm just happy they fucking just one two into the net and it, it yeah that was just fucking beautiful to yeah, see. Yeah, it it's you know and and I sent you a bunch of texts and Jordan who again um, we're sure he's oh he's not here okay. Um, <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no, but no, but I, I spent uh, about an hour on Thursday watching highlights from 2010, 2013, and I it's depressing. 
think that's the closest I've been to crying in a long <laughs> fucking time. Because, and you said a kid. <laughs> and I just had a child. Because <laughs> we're talking all the feels. Like, like hearing and the simplicity of hearing the crowd. I know we still have the potential best home ice advantage in the league. But holy shit, was it good in those playoffs. And I also know we're comparing playoffs to early October hockey or early November at this point. But it it's just a whole, it was insane. And it, I had goosebumps for an hour straight. It It's unhealthy. <laughs> it's unhealthy. <laughs> but yeah, I know it, it's, it's a weird version of nostalgia versus like the good old days. And they really shouldn't be the good old days. That's how it should still be. So it's, it's conflicting. Yeah. I'm in a hurtful relationship with the Blackhawks. <laughs> I'm battered. I'm a battered. You're battered, yes. I'm a battered man because men can be battered <laughs> by their wives too, ladies and gentlemen. It, it, so, it happens. So I also want to talk a little bit about the the Strom line. So obviously, Colleton started them against the Canucks, which I the I think is like line. is like a silly thing to to call. Like they're the starting line. I like hockey's a fluid game. It doesn't matter that much, but um, they looked really good. Not surprising. The surprising part is I've feared and seen it in action where when you put those three on one line, you kind of put too much eggs in one, too many eggs in one basket. That may not have been the case previously, but this season it's felt that way. We're great. This line's playing awesome. But Colleton ends up changing lines out of panic because hockey's only happening a quarter of the game for the Hawks. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, we saw them play really well. Can that be sustained? I don't know if it could be sustained, but it's... What's the other option if you say no? I mean, that's... We... we, I I told you this before. We've been running a one-line club since 2016, since it was Panarin, Nisimov, Kane. And then it's been like, okay, hopefully the other three-line score. We've been doing that for almost half a decade now, which is fucking crazy, but that's the way it is. I I don't know. Until what Taves did stuff up last year, cool, we had... Guys stepping up too on random lines from time to time. We need some streaky scoring when we need to, but it's not sustainable. But it's going to give us enough points to possibly be a wild card spot. And it's one of those things where we're. It's sad that we're at the point where like if we hit playoffs, we're fucking happy. But at, I, dude, if they win games, that's okay. It doesn't win you a cup, but it's good to get to the postseason or at least stack up some points when they're on a hot streak. And I don't know what I want right now. I just want to see fucking winning hockey out there. I, I don't. There's no right answer, it, it, and it, it'll work until we stop losing. And we haven't figured out a winning formula to win games. But if it helps us win games, fuck it. Well, Let's but go. okay, wait one second here. Kane had three points last night. Strom had, I believe, three points, and DeBrincat had two. There's no, there's no fucking way that's that's gonna continue. So if you put those three together and they have a game where they don't have three goals between the three of them, or, or participate in three goals, then, here's, then here's what? The thing. Here's the thing. If we it, it depends all on how many power plays we get per game because they're the first power playing unit as well, and two of those points were on the power play. So for each, Strom and Kane. So it's one of those situations of 
How many power plays do we get per game? And can we actually utilize them? Five on five, who fucking knows? We used to score in the rush all the time. And that we're was not also a dependent. On, we're not a fast team. We're not, and that was all dependent on our defense, fucking getting up ice and starting breakouts and getting the puck out of our zone as soon as fucking possible. Almost double teaming defenders just to like basically make the other teams collapse in our own zone and then get the puck out as fast as fucking possible. That hasn't really happened until last night. Yeah, so if they can sustain it, awesome. If they can't, we should be able to. We spent this much money on our defense, and they really shouldn't be that bad. On paper, they aren't that bad, but we really haven't seen it until last night. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, Jordan said it before, and, and I'll say it here. Um, we have an interesting – a situation I've never been involved in, as if I'm on this fucking team. A situation I've never, like, watched <laughs> unfold. <laughs> but but we have we have – we have a situation where no matter what happens, players that are fighting for top six that probably should be top six on this squad will not be top six. It's very odd. We're having these in-depth debates about players that maybe on other teams would never be a top six, but it's hard to comprehend them not being a top six on this team. It's infuriating. I, like We don't have players that are built to not be top six. There's no role players in the sense that like, you look back at some of our cup winning teams. Like, where the fuck's Dave Bolton? <laughs> Shaw's our expensive role player. Expensive in terms of power plays or uh, penalties. Most most clubs wouldn't be on the power play. Most most like high end. I meant teams. I meant penalties. He's uh, I don't I, what's he got sixteen penalty minutes this year more. He's got to have more right. And most and the first ten minutes of that were the first three games of the year. So I can't really count. No, that that's out. bullshit. Count I that disagree with that. He's had, he's had the last ten game in the last ten games. I think he's been a lot better situationally of knowing he's his name and his number of calls hands up in the air against him. So I think he's been a little bit more smarter in that district, but. He's expensive. He's expensive. 16 penalty minutes in 15 games. That's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Let's calculate how much time he's getting paid for being in the the box. I don't want to do that because then I start to think about how much I get paid. Just, 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 I'm just going to, I'm just going to guess. He probably spent, he's probably been paid for 15 minutes of vice time. That's more than he's probably playing per game. He's probably making like a good, 80 or 100k for that amount of time in the box i used to track um i'm not talking how much time i would spend pooping when i was in high school and worked at the park district i would time how much time i pooped and and if yeah and then i at the end of each summer i would see like how much money did the the park district in downers grove pay me while i sat on the (laughs) toilet and it wasn't much because they didn't pay me any money but but it was it was enough to be like I watched a solid three to four minutes taking a shit today watching Buffalo Lightning. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's It's a trap. I I had the TV on at my desk, but it's one of the situations where it's glorifying having a phone and being able to take a shit and watch the game and get paid. You ever forget your phone and then sit down and then kind of like... I want to kill myself every time. What if that? I, I, some, I have stopped pooping, wiped, got my phone, and went back before. It's it's kind of necessary. It's a routine now. I can't. You feel naked without it. You what, so I what are you dude, supposed to fucking times, do? You're gonna count dude, the ceiling tiles in the goddamn I, bathroom. I, I'm man enough to say I've gone and 
Stefan and Toilet have just pissed, just sit down for 10 minutes and look at my phone. And you say that's mad enough. Break. That's fine. Whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to call it. We've, we've all been there. I'm yeah. sure you, you have a kid. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. Sure Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Kane for a minute. I know we talked earlier. So we didn't spend a ton of time. Let's actually, let's not just talk about Kane. Let's talk about the superstars in this team. Let's talk about the big names that are, are trying to fit into a new system here because, you know, they obviously played with Q, love Q for a long time. So, so starting off, let's talk Kane for two minutes here. So Kane, we we touched on, has been at least on the on the scoreboard, lighting it up. Um, how do you feel about him right now? So so you've got Patrick Kane back, and there's no doubt about that. And and I hope it lasts because there's no more. He's potentially the most dynamic player in the league when, when you need somebody to score. It's hard to think of a player when you need a goal that's better than Patrick Kane because whether he's scoring the fucking goal or he's putting it on someone's puck on someone's tape for a wide open net, like it's there. He's he's able to do that. But I want to shift over because I don't want to spend too much time talking about the obvious. So we've got Taves. Before we talk about it, stop Kane though. Before that, before yesterday's game, he still had eleven points in twelve games, which yeah. is still goals and which is amazing. So he still came and like hopefully he still came for the next fucking forever until yeah. he's forty fucking five and still playing. Ooh. Cordy Howe. Oilers just <laughs> scored again, buddy. Oh my God. Let's Did go. we put money on them? Yeah. Yeah. Puck line. They're up to a... Uh, fuck. All right. Yeah. All right. Go on. I'll keep track of that. I love distracting you. You were talking about um, I'm like a Brent Sopel. What were you saying about Sopel? He's the ugliest man on the planet by Dude, level. honestly, let's just take a second here. The, my dad they, calls Spit him and Chicklets man. recently interviewed him, and he's not that ugly anymore. Age has he's like a, he's a fine wine. He's, he's still ugly, but he's not he's not the guy that that you meet in the alley that like sells you arugula for for instead of weed. Like he's he's just the guy that you see in an alley with like a like a a Miller Light. <laughs> Tame down a lot. He stepped out to text the wife. He'll be home at three I, in the morning. But I, yeah. I got to no, respect he, it. He, I saw him on TV probably like two or three years ago, and he did look a lot better. I, I legit remember my dad. Like I said, my dad calls him a caveman. He, yeah. a lot of people do, but the fact that my dad went, that's Brent Sopel, because he did look a lot better. That was even two or three years ago. Yeah. So I'm hoping he looks even better now. He, uh, age, nice aged wines. No, 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 no. Here's what he, he's a, he's a, like a cheese. Oh, oh, dude, I was about to yeah, say that. Like a good... If he was a cheese, what cheese I'm, would he I'm be? not a cheese guy, but like a, a good aged pepper jack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Kane, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Oh, he he's still good. He's still good, okay. And then pe- cool. period... <laughs> That's a great space, analysis, by the way. Taves, let's go. I know. I, Taves, I def, yeah. So Taves looks to me... Um, he looks defeated... No, I don't think that's the problem, I guess. That's what I wanted to talk about is he looks defeated but not pissed off. Like, he, he'll, he like, enter the zone and it won't go well every fucking time. Oh, Oilers scored no, again. <laughs> but but he, no, he doesn't look pissed off. And, like, I, I think back to the last time I saw him so defeated was uh, was playoffs, Red Wings, 
penalties, yes. Zetterberg yep. in his head. And and the difference there, and I, again, it's not apples to apples, but he was pissed off there. And I don't see that right now. And unfortunately, I, I don't want to just keep pointing the finger at Colleton. I guess we've been pretty good tonight about that. But it seems like Colleton is such an even-keeled guy that it, it kind of has leveled off to the players as well, where you don't see players getting pissed off. Because Colleton is pretty even keeled, which can which is fine. You do you, but the San Jose game, there was a clip of Kane looking at the scoreboard, and he legit said, "What the fuck?" That's not pissed and off though. That's that's defeated. There's a difference. It, it's one of those. It's 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 defeated in a sense of like it, I we, they want to figure out the answers like sooner than later, and it was it was a weird situation. But the thing about Taves, I think right now Taves hasn't changed. I think the league has. Uh, and it's one of the senses of like, typically last night he had a couple beautiful chances. He should have buried two fucking goals. And it was one of those situations where he kind of made a single play and just ripped it on that or he like overshot it or something like that. And if he delayed either of his A plus chances and let the goalie do his weird shit and just fling his body everywhere to make a desperation save and just played it smart and played with his hands, probably would have been goals. Like if it was if it was Nylander or Matthews, they probably would have played the goalie and put it in the back of the net. Taves' first response is "Holy fuck, I'm in the spot. Let's rip it," which I don't disagree with. No, I'm okay. But with that. the league has changed to a fact of guys overplaying goalies and overplaying situations because they're that skilled and that fast. And it's in a weird sense like he should have had two goals last night, but it's just the matter of fact if he didn't, and that's. The hockey gods are fucking bad luck. Who knows? Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I don't really know how to feel. I mean, I, I still have 100% confidence in Taves. I don't think he's a a problem. I just don't think he's a solution. And and he should be, and he has to be. Because cause you look at the squad, and you look at the team on paper, and there's a lot of players that if they play at their level, they're not hurting, but they're helping. He's a player that at his level should be enhancing the team significantly not just keeping the team stead status quo um the one and the beautiful thing about taves and the beautiful thing about taves is like a lot of people might talk shit about even that comment you just said but i know the first person who would agree with you is taves himself which is who i want (laughs) as my captain yeah johnny boy (laughs) just (laughs) i have Jokic's number no big deal but yeah no it's uh for real though it's Taves would say for himself, like, yeah, I should be fucking scoring. I should be, like, doing anything I can to lead this team, either on the ice or off it. And he would probably agree with you, which is, which most people would not expect. But that's that's him. Yeah. He fucking wants to score, too. He wants to probably score badly than either me or you watching the fucking game. Yeah. And that's what I want. That's what I want with anyone with a seat. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, what I do feel good about, and just to kind of bring it back to the team right now, it is kind of fucking stupid how how one game can be like, oh, I feel good about all these things, and now I think I see the light, and and it's unfortunate because one one game further I could feel completely different. But but I do yeah. see the light in the sense of they they have the skill on the team, and no one's doubted that this entire season, even going into the season, the question always has been is, you know, do you put the players in the right places? Do they fit together well as their chemistry, and do they whatever what is the system going to be? Um, and I still don't think we have those answers, but there's simple things that can change things. There's there's a sense of urgency. There's there's shooting the puck on net more. 
there's cleaner breakouts that are not so complicated or panicked. The, the next time I see a fucking panic dump, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do, Kevin? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to flip a fucking pan- table. <laughs> it's panic dump because they're not going for a change. They're not doing a plan dump. So you you have a you, – you're planning to hit that corner. You have two guys going in to re- receive it. It's literally I have pressure on me. No one's open. Which, Let's get the fuck off the stick and get it away from our net. Which, which I'm fine with. probably we, we I'm fine with too. I'm fine because with you're be, like I don't want to turn over in the neutral zone or my own zone. Yeah. But it, when it's working, only probably fucking one fifth at time, and Let. the puck's going right back our way ten seconds later. Not the best thing. Yeah, let me clarify. I'm fine with it when when they get to that point. What the problem is 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 leading up to the neutral zone. They're not set up in a way that's going to work, and then they have to dump it unintentionally because. Because they don't have an option. I would rather see that than a turnover, which has also been a problem. But what I want to see is just that neither of those having to be the solution. Just just fucking clean up the breakout. You know, Dude, and, and I think no, okay, the, this first this first batch of games have been rough as fuck. We don't know what to expect. It's constantly inconstant, but I think from here on out, at least for the stretch of games, we've got Pet- Pittsburgh and Toronto, which are gonna be fucking rough. I might hit the over on both, uh, or at least bet the over. You know how I feel about it. that. But I know. But let. But if anything, I think the reins are off, and I think we're going to go back to 2018, 2019 of let's let's play less structure and let's play more instinctually. Then that's all I can ask for for having several Hall of Famers on one team. If it. it and sometimes some young studs will step up. Sometimes you have just old brains going for you. But I think the reins are off to just play their fucking game. And that and there's nothing worse than watching the Hawks and going, they're not playing to their best abilities. And whatever system was going on or they're trying to do and implement to limit the goals against was playing against our natural abilities to play the fucking simplest game in the world of just putting pucks out of our zone and pucks on net. It it can't get more simple. Yeah. So who knows? Um all right, I think that's enough Hawks talk. We're you know, we're almost forty minutes in. Uh let's talk a little NHL. You know, there's a lot going on this year. I think there's been a surprising amount of stories for 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 the National Hockey League this year. We're starting to starting to get into some things. So so let's talk Dallas Jersey reveal winter classic. So I love them. I think they're great. I think there's little things that could have made them perfect, <laughs> but um, you know, who the fuck am I? What, what do you think, Kevin? No. Yeah. They, they did the simple things right. And that's all you could fucking ask for. Yeah. And they, and they did. It's weird. Like, like I even told you the, the 70 shoulder pad or like the shoulder yokes or whatever they're called. It, the fact that no team's done that is yeah. kind of weird. No, it's, like, it's, a, nice, it's, it's so a simple nice touch. And it looks good. And it's, a, it's not a game, game changer, game. but it certainly helps. Yeah. And the fact that we're a decade into this shit and no one's done it is kind of shocking. But no, they, they like you said, a couple things here and there would have made it perfect. But I, fuck, man, they look great. I think a lot of people are going to buy them, which is good for everyone, I, wanna I guess. I want to buy one. I, I think yeah. Dallas has always had so much potential for good jerseys, and, and they've gotten yeah. better. But that green, to the 90s. yeah. The green, you can make a great jersey. But um, Nashville suck. I know they suck. 
They suck. <laughs> they fucking suck. Here, no. I'll, I'll go in. Uh, Before the, the you go. The only thing I'll say is, no. oh, the only thing, I, okay. Before you go, they literally, they, they just, they, they played it so safe. So safe. And they put cursive on it. And it's stupid because you do know, you do know the story behind their whole, their whole uh, team name, right? Oh yeah, they dug up a bone yeah. when they're building a stadium, and then they of found a, a the predator, whatever the fuck you want to call it, a saber tooth. Yeah, saber tooth tiger. <laughs> um, there, there's, there's opportunity, and they did it. They made a cool alternate, like old school looking logo. Use that. Don't put cursive Dude, on your fucking I, jersey. I, okay, Use I live that. on. I live on Twitter 24-7, and when that that actual logo came out, I thought it looked so sick. It looked something out of, like, World War II. Yes. Like, it looked something out Use of, like, it. the 40s that someone would put on their bomber jacket. And, and you know what, Kevin? Fuck. And you know what the— Twitter you know what the, imploded. They you know all what the fucking, fucking hated it. Nashville hated it. I don't give a shit then, what they think. You know what the fucking Nashville is. Predators decided is a better idea? Let's put some fucking cursive that's not even centered okay. on the fucking jersey. So no. that, that fucking that fucking logo, people are bitching. There's an awkward amount of space in between the mouth. Shut the fuck up. It's clean. It looks it old. Looks it looks awesome. And if you don't like and, that one, mm-hmm. all that means is there's an opportunity to make a better one. So, yeah. so yeah. They, they made a bad call in my Pe- opinion. And they played it Too many safe. people on... People on Twitter are saying, at least it's the shoulder logo before they actually came out with like what they're actually going to do. And then they're fucking idiots because one thing, if you're putting an actual like uh, character logo and you're saying it's just going to be the shoulder logo, you're more than likely going to have war print on the front of your jersey. It would have looked better as the actual crest. The thing is, how many – it's one of those situations of um, – <laughs> it's one of those things of it's hard to make great white away jersey winter classics not many clubs have done like wow like top when you think top five winter classes most of them aren't away whites no it's hard they're clean they're all i could ask for yeah they could have been better but honestly they could have been a lot worse so i'm okay with them of course they could actually are on the ice of course they could have been worse this is the national hockey league this is the the top you 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 don't aim to be this could have been worse. You aim we to own be the great. we own the Olympics. <laughs> like, we're big. We're big time. <laughs> big time. Big time. But yeah, like like I said though, if anything, let's let's see until they're actually on the ice to qualify them if they're fucking horrendous or look cool or anything. Like well, who knows? Who I knows? I know the Dallas ones will the, the Dallas ones will look good. They'll Nashville look they'll basic look as fucking. That's fine. Whatever. Nice, and especially on TV too. I yeah. think the green will pop. Pop, it's going pop, <laughs> pop. <laughs> but yeah, no. It, let's jump into Coil though, because that had the whole fucking league talking, let alone everyone online. I have a, a lot I, of emotions thought, to talk about here, yeah, but yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, I want you to pop. No, you, you want me to go? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to go. I want to go, but you okay. go. I I understand why it was offsides, and it was offsides. No, it fucking was, for that. But whatever. It, it was offsides, but and the biggest debate in this entire re- realm of NHL the last couple of years of, let alone any league, is what's a catch? What is having puck possession? And that's the defining flaw here. So what is p- puck possession going? So into why the, the fuck would that be offsides? Because he did not have possession of the puck, and then NHL grants having possession of the puck is on your stick and controlling it. It doesn't Does say on your stick puck? in the rule book. It says having control of the puck. Having control and a guy, of the puck. 
And it's weird because many people would say kicking the puck or using the angle of your skate to get the to get the puck onto your stick is control. But at the same time, tell me it's not control. And I, I, I don't think there's been a talk of any any owners or any reps are going, is that control or not? No, but wait, I'm pretty no, sure no. the defining rule of all reps is that's not control, which sucks. No. But I understand. You're not I understand right. No, and you're I wrong. It. Okay, here. here I'm wrong. No, I'm, I'm right wrong. I don't like it. No, I'm right you're not I don't right. like it. No, you're not right. Here's why you're There's wrong. There's nothing worse than being right and not liking it. It's, it's, no, it's a very dark place here's to why, be. Here's why you are wrong. I want to I want to take it back a step here. It does not say on your stick. All right. If a player makes an a, if he intentionally takes control of the puck with his with his skate, why should that be viewed as any different than with the stick? Why is the stick the defining line of controlling the puck? That's absolute nonsense to me. He intentionally kicks it between his off of his leg up to his stick. I know it drags a little behind, but that is intentional. It's can, on his can, body. Can, can, no, can I'm not I done talking. Here for a second? No, because it pisses me off so fucking much because they lost that game because that. And you know why it pisses me off even more? Because the whole NHL community decided not to talk about hockey for two fucking days, and now we're doing it too, and talk about a stupid fucking play that should not have been overturned. Yeah. He has control. He made an intentional play to control the puck with his skate to his stick. Why is that not control? And- it's a shitty moment of that's a talk this next summer. I think it shouldn't um, have to be a talk. It shouldn't be, but it's one of those things of okay. So my situation. Uh, let, let's go into situationally. If someone tips the puck in front of the net, do they have control about control of it? They intentionally tip the puck in front of the net. Do they have control of it? No, because they're tipping it away from themselves. If they tip the puck to mid- themselves, m- to themselves, mid- then yes. If <laughs> so, if you, if tip, you tip it to the yourself, puck, if yes. you know if you. Tip it away from yourself? No. You're not trying to control it. You're shooting it. If you tip it to yourself, okay, so here, you're trying to take thing. control here, of the play but here's the thing. to your body. If there's a delayed penalty and someone tips a puck, they don't blow the whistle. They wait till someone controls Well, no, it. I disagree with that because that just depends on the ref. It, it depends and on it the ref. And it depends on the majority. If, That's a it, stupid... <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck your hypothetical. Here's a hypothetical, if, Kevin. If the puck... Shut if up. The puck, if the puck I hate bounced, this so much. <laughs> if, if, if a ref... If if you intentionally blow, if you intentionally get a puck off your skate and you kick it, if you're along the boards, you kick it on the, along the boards and then gain, gain possession on your stick. They blow the whistle. No, they will not blow, blow on the whistle. I disagree with you. They Here, will not blow the whistle. Listen to me for a second. They, the intention they, you're telling of me offsides. It, they don't know who has possession of it. What is the intention the of offsides? They wait until you grab it on your stick. What is the intention of offsides? Why is that a rule? So you don't enter the zone. Before a the puck, puck enters first. or before the person or controlling the puck controlling enters. It, yeah. So was Coyle controlling the puck entering the zone? The answer is yes. He made a play well, off we, his skate to control the D- puck entering the zone. You can skate backwards into the fucking zone. But, but, but here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All the time, what have we heard? Don't deke on the blue line. Don't do not deke on the blue line for okay, one Kevin, reason. No, you're wrong. That's so that you you're, deke. No, Kevin, shut up. You're controlling the puck. No, Kevin, the deking on the blue line is for your team. Because if they bring it back into the neutral no. zone and bring it back in, it's okay. Not? You can do that because you're controlling it. The deking on the blue line is Over for your teammates. Line. But if you're the only person close to the blue line, you could go in and out deking because you're controlling it. If there's a player on your team, 
that's trying to decide if they should enter or come out. That's why you don't deke on a blue line. It has nothing to do Darn with yourself. right. They say everyone's like, do not fuck around the blue line. Get for in. For your and teammates, though. That's why you exactly. don't fuck around the blue line. This had and nothing the, to do with your and teammates. And the whole, skate, the whole skate moment is... No. You're, this had nothing dude, to do with I don't the like it either. I don't like it either, but I understand it. No, and you I don't. I fucking hate it. I hate it, but I understand it. Wait. And it's one of those conversations of... NHL players are so they're good enough to be able to play with their skates. Crosby does it all the fucking time. Okay, wait. I need a minute. Time. I need a minute. I need the mic. I need a minute. You're you're talking about so much that doesn't correlate to the situation. So so you don't deke I, on the blue I'm okay line. With no, that. I'm, I'm I'm talking here. You don't deke on the blue line so that a player trying to enter with the breakout with you doesn't cross before you. It has nothing to do with you crossing before the puck. You also. You also don't fuck around on the blue line for the same reason. The The point of offsides, I want to just simplify this to its simplest form, is so that, so that your teammates don't enter the zone before the puck does or so that you don't, unless you have possession of the puck. So I want to ask you a very simple question. Did he intentionally kick that to himself to possess the puck? Yes or no? Just Just answer that. Don't talk more. Just yes or no. Yes. Yes. So he is controlling the puck. If he did that with his stick, we would not be having this debate. If he tapped the puck with his stick to himself, we would have said he has possession. So it's and silly to say that because he did it with his skate, he doesn't have possession. That should be silly. arbitrary. It is silly, and it's wrong. And the thing and is, I, the refs, I, I know the, ref, the refs have been playing it as puck control on the stick. And, and that's not the way that it. it's written. That's why they're wrong. And it's, but at the same time, it's not the way it's written of like purposely kicking it. No, like, it's, it's written vaguely just so that it's written possession. vaguely for interpretation. But no. most refs, if not all refs, are going to say that's interpreted. they're interpreting it one specific way, and it's yes. with stick possession, and that's not correct. That's, that's the problem. That's the way the refs have been playing. And know what the other problem is? Is that this is the fucking storyline. That's the other fucking the, problem. Stop overturning yes. goals for bullshit. Minuscule school offsides. Fuck. Get it out fuck, of here. Fuck all of it. It's the. It's one of the weird situations of I've hated nothing besides offsides calls. Yeah. Off offsides calls being called back more yeah. than anything in the last couple of years. Yeah. All because of Duchesne is fucking whoever. I wonder who's reffing that because that. Hey, it doesn't matter game? because we agree it's not offsides. All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <coughs> so, early cup predictions. We're, um, what, what, 15% of the way through the season? 10, 12, 13, whatever. A we're, we're a little bit over a month 20. in. Um, do you want to kick it off? Um, I'll kick it off because yeah. that was hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have a... I'm gonna I'm gonna play right into the hockey world here. I like Toronto, man. I do. I, I think Toronto is playing to expectation, <laughs> which is great. Um, they're not playing above expectation by no means. They've been good. They haven't been great, but I think um, they're finally gonna get past Boston in the playoffs, which is basically the only reason why they may not be winning cups. <laughs> so I, I see I see them as the the eastern team they're they're i want to see them in the stanley cup everyone well not everyone all of us hawks fans probably don't give a shit i'd like to see them in the stanley cup final um on the west i think nashville i think pecorine is all of a sudden pecorine again um he's been fucking outstanding this year 
and and I can't think I there are better goalies this year. I think Tukarask has been better. Um, but Pekarene has so much experience. He's a Hall of Famer, and he's playing the way that he's played back in the past. He's had some rough seasons, but he's playing phenomenally, and that team is really good. I, I think they're on a three-game win streak. They've been they've been hot. They're, they're beating other good teams. Um, God damn it! I would hate to see Nashville in the Stanley Cup final, but I think they're good enough. Um, and I'm not going to say the Blues because fuck the Blues. I don't care fuck what they're doing, the and you're blues. probably about to say the Blues. So go ahead, Kevin. I'm not saying the Blues. Okay. They fuck themselves. Nobody say the Blues is a bad see, word. See, okay, so <laughs> I've had a weird correlation gathering my own stats of there's like a 30% chance each year a team who ends up in the Stanley or ends up in the Winter Classic gets a go to the Stanley Cup Finals. I fu- no, we oh god. You fucking hate this. It's but it's a thing, not causation, Kevin. I you, I don't I even like know causation. if you know what that means cuz you're an idiot. But, <laughs> I but mean, go ahead. Go do ahead, I give please. a fuck? Absolutely please. not. Please share. No, me. it's one of those. Please it, share. It, dude, it, it is fucking wild. Just look please at the share. amount of time. Just share. Who's the team? The only, the only team to go to a Winter Classic and win it that year is the Blackhawks. Luckily, we represent them for the most part. Uh, but at the same time, you look at other teams who have been in the Stanley Cup that same year. Um and have gone at least to the finals, and it's happened several times. I do. If Nashville can get through our division, which is kind of mediocre this year so far, even though it should be the toughest division, I think they can get through it. But I want to. I want to say Boston, not because they're playing so fucking lights out as of late. They're playing a little bit over par. Oh my god! I think. It's more the part of they're deep enough. They yeah, they're absolutely good enough. They're they're deep enough. So we're just and we're just also, calling Boston Toronto conference finals. In some Boston Toronto, but I'm about to go like three teams deep. But I was like, fuck, man, I really didn't prepare for this question. But I think Tampa. I like that they're not fucking going lights out right now. That's a, such a silly argument. So my final prediction is Tampa Nashville. Tampa wins it this year. Tampa's not going to win the Stanley Cup. They've already showed us three of the last five years. They don't know what to do when they get to our conference finals. But that's causation. Fine. Winter Classic team somehow make the goddamn yeah. Stanley Cup finals. Just say the word causation. I don't give a fuck. I don't... This Nashville Lightning Stanley Cup Lightning wins it. It's really funny because I didn't say who's going to win it, so I'll say it now. Uh, Nashville's going to win it. The, the the Toronto Maple Leafs are gonna let Toronto burn Fuck their it. own fucking city down. That, that, <laughs> dude, I love I love Canadian eyes. They're so friendly. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but um, but god damn it! No, it, it, if anything, I I like that we both have Nashville going to the Cup Finals because we both hate their fucking guts, but we're willing to admit, dude, they're fucking scoring. A lot of goals. They're scoring a lot of goals. And know what's so funny is I think back to like the 2010. And maybe it's yeah, even fuck any year besides the last couple, and and you watch a game of Nashville, uh, any game that Nashville is involved in, and it's like great, this is gonna be fun because it's not gonna be because it was boring, it was slow, it, it just was, it was Tr- a style of hockey that left. has worked Trots for them. Left. 
Yeah, and you know what Trotz is doing over in uh, in New York? Doing the same shit, and he's it's doing getting the job fucking done. Great. Did you hear that? I I sent you that stat today. They are the Islanders at three goals at this forty eight two and two with three goals or more under Barry Trotz. Absurd. Are you fucking kidding? That's unreal. That's seems not a wagon, it, but somehow. See, if if you said that in 2011, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool because not many teams are scoring right now. Teams are fucking scoring, so that's unfucking believable. Like, what's also great is they have the second worst Corsi percent Corsi for percentage this year in the NHL, and they just came off a 10 game winning streak. So Dude, I don't I didn't understand. Think Varley, this I thought Varley was gonna be like, I thought he's done. Yeah, I'm I thought actually he was shocked too. he's doing all right. I mean, the Islanders I'm, are a good I'm team. I, I'm I'm a little bit annoyed with like the people acting like it's like a hot take. They're like, oh, who saw this coming? They're a good hockey team. They just no, weren't the I'm, exciting I'm, I'm team following this offseason. No, you're not. Dude, they were a good hockey team last year. Why would they not be good this year? Ten wins straight. Don't get me wrong. That's huge. They're a good hockey team. Just because what yeah. Tavares is gone after the last couple of years and they didn't get Panarin like the Rangers, they no, shouldn't be talked I, about. I'm not even thinking Tavares. More the structure of they kind of struck at the right time, tried to implement it the right way. He was able to coach the right way. More situation of Leonard was a fucking rock for him. And could they have a backup of Verley, who I sold tickets for to sell him as a backup? And he's a piece of shit even though people like to believe he's not, yeah. but he's a piece of shit. And dude, it, it was, it's a weird situation of, I didn't think they had the offense to sustain this defense. And maybe I'm wrong, was wrong. Who knows, dude, it's so early on the season. They could easily bottom out and be the bottom of the division in three months. That, that's the way this league goes. I don't, it won't happen because they're professionals, at least trots and fucking Lewis. But dude, right now they're, <laughs> They're playing all the cards right to at least get through it. All right, that that that's enough of the NHL, the Islanders in general. I don't think any of us in Chicago even give a fuck, even though I'm not even in Chicago right now. Um, but yeah, no, that pretty much wraps things up for this at least first episode of Shy Town Pie, Shy Town Pucks podcast. Sugar Throne fucking name. Uh, but yeah, no, just just to reiterate. Thank you for listening. If anyone actually made it all the way through, God rest your soul. Um, but yeah, we're basically the new guys on the block, unapologetically hockey guys. By hockey guys, for hockey guys. I can't read my own fucking notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but boy. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. But no, yeah, if anyone wants to come through, we're, we're going to hopefully do a couple episodes per week, maybe one or two. It depends if we give a fuck enough to do it or even find time to but hopefully you guys come back listening about the blackhawks or nhl happy to be here happy to be bros and just talk hockey talk so come back for some more otherwise thanks for listening and uh love you guys peace we do actually love you because we have very we, few of we, you. very few very few it's pretty heavy love <laughs>